0: And I'm Jessica, and you're listening to the Lifting You Higher podcast,
1: where we like to take heavy topics
0: and lighten them up. Our goal is to encourage and lift you up on this journey we call life.
1: So grab a cup of coffee, sit back, and enjoy.
0: Everybody, happy December! Welcome back to the "Lifting You Higher" podcast. I'm Jessica, joined by my beautiful co-host Brenda, and we're so excited that you're decided to join us today. Um, we are going to be talking about a little bit of a controversial topic, but just know our hearts ahead of time that um, this is only to spur you on and to encourage you, not to like sway you in either direction.
1: That's right. Yeah. That's right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, so. Um, If you guys, well, you probably know already by the title, but we're going to be talking about women in ministry, specifically women preachers. There you go. Watch out now. All right. All right. All right. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So women preachers, women in ministry, uh, women who speak in the church. This has been like huge controversy. And even like the younger Gen Xers have a say. Like I talked to somebody, he lives in um, Germany, but I talked to somebody re- him recently about this topic. So I wanted to kind of discuss. Um, I am going to leave all of my um, research information and links in the description. So okay. if you want to see what I've been reading and studying, go for it.
1: Awesome. Well, first of all, <laughs> I am a preacher teacher. So... Um, I know what I know that I what I'm called to do right and I know that is biblical mm-hmm. because I know what the Bible says and I'm not bound by religion remember mm-hmm. religion is about is man's way of trying to get closer to God whereas right. relationship is a person trying to get closer to God and so um, but I still go to a church that is a um, an organization that yeah. belongs to a organized religion. Mm-hmm. I st- you know I still on a, I'm a member and I go on the church, but I know what the word of God says, and so I'm confident and comfortable in my position because I can go back and say, this is what the word says. Yeah, and then. Also, I, and, and I hope we can get to this later in the podcast, I also know what history says yep. when it comes to women that are preachers and teachers. Yeah. And so I hope we get to that point because that right there is proof in the pudding. Mm-hmm. So if you say, <laughs> know your history. So if you say, I don't think God uses women, I'll say, let me show you you. how he uses from the beginning of time all the way to current day. Mm -hmm. I can show you how God uses women. And so don't limit yourself. Yes. You know, that's what sometimes that's the downside of religion is religion wants to limit. Mm -hmm. And so do not allow yourself to be limited by man. Mm -hmm. Remember who your source is. And know what God has called you. Yeah. So go for it, Jessica.
0: Okay. So um, I wanted to dive into the original scripture that everybody mentions. Um, This is Paul talking to Timothy. It's a letter. Um, We're going to read 1 Timothy 2, verse 8 through 15. Okay. Okay. Therefore, I want the men in every place to pray, lifting up holy hands without anger or argument. Also, the women are to dress themselves in modest clothing with the decency and good sense. Not with elaborate hairstyles, gold, pearls, or expensive apparel, but with good works, as is proper for women who affirm that they worship God. A woman should learn in silence until, with full submission. I do not allow a woman to teach or have authority over man. Instead, she is to be silent. For Adam was created first and then Eve. Um. So, and Adam was not deceived, but the woman was deceived and transgressed, but she will be saved through childbearing if she continues in faith, love, and holiness with good sense. Okay. Reading this in context, if you know beforehand, he's talking about the church uh, in, in Ephesus mm-hmm. and the women would come to church and be dressed crazily, you know, like elaborately and mm-hmm. try to get the attention of other men. Mm -hmm. okay that's bad and then they would also but
1: but also they didn't know better right lots of times I mean it's like it's like if you know if a woman that is not saved comes to church yeah how yeah she's not going to be dressed Mm -hmm. like someone who has been serving God for several years because she's going to have
0: the world on her still right Mm -hmm. she still
1: doesn't know that booty shorts yeah. <laughs> is not a good thing to wear to sunday service mm-hmm. okay because she knows let's just not that they not that she's doing it on purpose but it's just like you know having my butt cheeks hang out probably isn't <laughs> a, a way i want to be present the right. gospel yeah or my life with jesus and so i'm going to put on you know <laughs> shorts that have a little more fabric to them and so but she hasn't come to that revelation yet Mm -hmm. just like maybe the person sitting next to her who has been saved for let's say many years but still likes to gossip after church come on they have not come (laughs) to the knowledge that gossip is not good is a sin too well dressing like a dressing cheap is a sin but but that Gossip is a sin. Yeah. If maybe, might be more of a violation <laughs> than what the lady is sitting next to her is dressed questionably. True. But anyway, so back to just, it's just different levels. They have not come to the revelation. Mm-hmm. These Ephesus women didn't know better. Yeah. They were dressing in the way they thought they were supposed to be dressing. Mm-hmm. And it was like, okay, ladies. <laughs> and again, again, we're not saying that it's, it, we're just saying that they hadn't come to the knowledge. Right. That, um, just like men, men dress horribly too. I mean, can yep. we talk about that saggy
0: pants thing? Oh my gosh. I mean. So bad. Hello.
1: <laughs> hello. And so it's like men are just as bad. Yes. But we're not, we're not talking about men today and right. their dressing. We're talking about, we're talking about the Ephesus women dressing back in that time. mm mm-hmm and that's what they were talking about.
0: Yeah, along those same lines they didn't know that it wasn't proper to ask questions during Torah readings. Right. They they well, didn't know.
1: It would be like you and me showing up at synagogue yeah. on Saturday night and or Friday night, excuse me, showing up, <laughs> I got the wrong night. No one would be there. But but yeah. showing up Friday night at synagogue not knowing You don't, you don't do that (laughs) the way this proceeds. I can't
0: ask a question in the middle of service. Yeah. I mean, it'd just be like somebody on Sunday morning say, wait, I have a question here, you know, and interrupting the flow of service. Right. So that's what he's, that's the context here. And if you read, he's, it says, I went back to the original Hebrew and it says, I, so Paul is talking, I do not allow. So it's not saying that God doesn't allow women preachers. He's saying that I, per, my personal preference for the Ephesus women, is this, right? Yeah, and you know, and even
1: today you find that I have yeah. you find that still in the Christian church. I'll tell you what: ten years ago, I went to Nepal, and I was in a church, <laughs> preaching Sunday service, and the men sat on one side and the women sat on the other mm-hmm. side, and I was like. Whoop. <laughs> You know, and I had to do a quick adjust mm-hmm. and, um, and I was shocked. You know, I had to like, you know, like not act shocked. Yeah. And it, it was just like the culture of the day back in Ephesus mm-hmm. at this time was that. Yeah. They were just saying, okay, let's not do this. Okay.
0: Well, if you even think about the culture now in Israel, the women and men cannot pray together oh yeah if the, you go same, to the wall yeah if yeah. you go to the yeah if you go to the wailing wall there is a 10 12 foot uh like fence like wall like mm-hmm. brick wall separating the two and when the men go closer uh to the holy place to pray the women can't go yeah so it's just that culture it's the time it's the so we just gotta know the context of what we're reading here right
1: all right and they were also they were new converts right new converts yeah. new converts you know, I think of the stupid things I did when I was a new convert. Yeah, you know, because was like, you're a
0: baby. You're a ma- I yeah. don't
1: know. It's like, you know, that, you know... That, I can't like, gossip. My low-cut my... shirt yeah. was inappropriate. You know, it's like, you know, cover those girls up a bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, until you are, like, less of an immature Christian, you know, you don't really realize. And then when you finally develop a deeper relationship, not it doesn't have to be super deep. You're like, oh, actually, maybe I should cover up. Maybe I should you know, not bare my butt cheeks out at the public. Yeah. You know, pull your pants up a
1: bit. Yeah. Hello. <laughs>
0: okay. Yeah. So, so should women be preachers? This is only Jessica's opinion, not even Brenda's, but my answer is yes.
1: Well, my opinion is yes and amen too.
0: Because I know, <laughs> like you you said that you're called to teach and preach. Right. And that's my calling as well. My calling, I know without a shadow of doubt that God has called me to preach. That's I mean, right. maybe not on a Sunday morning in a pulpit, but I am to teach. And, you know, who's to say God hasn't called women? Am I called to pastoral church? Heck
1: no. No. Nope. 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 nope Me nope, either. Nope, but... nope, nope. Nope. Nope.
0: And a double <laughs> no.
1: And no, but I know I'm called to teach and preach. Yeah. And, um, and and uh, you know, God followed that up with scripture. I have the scripture that I know. If, if you're feeling that you are, are called to ministry, you know, to be a preacher, teacher, whatever, then I really encourage you to, one, go in the Bible and find all the people in the Bible that yeah. God used, that women in the Bible that God used. There's so many. And you, in fact, you should read them when we get to that. And yeah. then also, I know when I went to ministry school, part of the class I had is I had to go do historical background um, um, reading on women in ministry. And so... I looked specifically for women, obviously, that I could, um, that what I would use is like my heroes, my um, uh, generals, (laughs) so to say, of, you know, examples Mm -hmm. of, you know, what to do. And so this was unequivocal evidence that God uses women in ministry because of the things these women accomplished because they did not accomplish it under their own power. Mm-hmm. That would be ridiculous to think that they did these things yeah. under their own power. Right. They obviously were anointed. Mm-hmm. They obviously were called and that God was obviously in the mix to make these things happen. Yeah. And so, and some of those are, you might want to know is Timboom. I'm, mm-hmm. I, I, you know, read her book because God used her magnificently. Mm-hmm. Uh, the top of the list is for me is April, Amy simple McPherson. That's it.
0: Oh, I don't know if I know her.
1: Oh, she, uh,
0: I'll have to look.
1: Uh, top of the list, she was the first woman that did radio in America oh, as an that's evangelist. Awesome. That's awesome. And and then she started a, a Bible school in California. Okay. She started a church in California, Pasadena, California, to be specifically. Oh. She is. She was the um, foundational, the founder of the Four Square Ministry. Oh, I actually know that. Yeah, okay. And um, she started that church in Pasadena, California, where they would have healings, bona fide, documented Mm -hmm. healings. She built a church, debt-free, in the 1920s when America was going through a depression. Wow. Debt-free. That's crazy. The church still stands.
0: That's amazing.
1: She was the first woman that was on radio had her own radio show that's huge because they yeah. didn't have tv no back then the way to get entertainment education anything to find out the news mm-hmm. of the world was, was through radio, radio. Yeah. she had her own radio station wow so when people say she did her own traveling her and her mother would get in the car and they would travel across america preaching and teaching <laughs> that's and awesome
0: tents. i mean that's just insane. Oh, i love that
1: and and so This woman had a big influence in my life. Mm -hmm. Then there's Catherine Kuhlman. So it's very important if you truly believe that you're called to ministry, that you do your due diligence, investigate past heroes so that you know that when someone says women aren't called, they don't know what they're talking about. There's no point in getting riled up about yeah. it. It's just like they're to say,
0: okay, that's your opinion, move on.
1: They don't know what they're talking no. about, you know. No. I like to say opinions are like noses. Everybody has one. Some are cute and perky, some are just big and ugly. Right. And so, you know, it's <laughs> just move on. <laughs>
0: so. Oh, I love that.
1: So anyway, But yeah. go ahead, read about it. So I love that you're you did your you did your due diligence in coming up with this. I love this.
0: I did because this is really important for me because um, you know, cause my husband asked me, he said, if you find out that God really doesn't want women preachers, are you going to say that? And I said, yeah, because I really want the truth. Like mm-hmm. I want to find the truth. So I, I did research for quite a while to make sure I'm like, the, it, this is what I believe I'm called to. I'm like, maybe I'm missing my call, but I'm pretty sure God has blessed me in my call. So I, I know that's not it, but okay. So. We all know that God's called us to reach the world, right? We have to make disciples. Okay, well, that doesn't mean that we have to be like pastors. And And it doesn't mean that
1: you're going to be on TV with a worldwide ministry. No. So if that's what you're
0: going for. uh, I mean, go for it. If you want a worldwide ministry, go for it. But
1: yeah, if you're looking for fame and fortune, I don't know what to tell you.
0: Oh, well, maybe your heart's in the wrong place. I don't know (laughs)
1: what to tell you. Yeah. That's not my area.
0: (laughs) Yeah, but okay, so Paul, Paul's the one with the verse in 2 Timothy where people always say, well, Paul's saying women shouldn't be preachers. But Paul didn't have anything against women. He actually praised them. Um, at the end of Romans, he commends Phoebe, a deaconess. Mm-hmm. Okay, in that same text, he affirms uh, Priscilla and her husband Aquila for their well, leadership.
1: Which, well, so let's stop there for just a second. Now, yeah. remember, in biblical times, men were the leaders,
0: Right, they went first. So,
1: so the fact that he put Priscilla mm-hmm. ahead of Aquila, remember what it said back in First Timothy that we read, that probably what he normally would have done is he would, put it, he would have said Aquila and Priscilla. Yep. But the fact that he said uh, Priscilla and Aquila probably means that Priscilla led that. Yep. And Aquila was just her back, was her, 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 Support herb. her, I like to call the muscle. Oh, yeah. You know, it was there, you know, mm-hmm. Which is very important if you're a female in right. the ministry, um, that he was her backup, and so, so, that just right there is a tell, yeah. I think. But go ahead, yeah. Right.
0: Um, okay, I'm going to butcher the name. I apologize, but um, he calls Joanna.
1: I- I'm going for it. Sure. Joanna, yeah, Joanna, uh,
0: an apostle. Okay, so even in the Old Testament. There were women judges like Deborah. Like, can we address Deborah? Like, how her lead, how she was a leader?
1: How did she work her way up? Yes. In a in a man ruled world. Yes. Don't tell me she wasn't anointed. No. Don't tell me there was a calling on her life that had proof. Mm-hmm. The fact that she was put in that position. I
0: mean, she was a prophetess and a spiritual leader for mm-hmm. the people. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then we have Miriam, which actually Jeff just told me this today. But Miriam helped Moses lead the people. That's right. She was like his administrator for the people so don't tell me god doesn't use women in ministry or don't tell me god doesn't allow women preachers because what are these and and also don't discontent don't
1: miriam probably also led the women yeah and don't discredit that for the power behind that okay yeah because you if you're a woman You know that if she was in charge of, how many do they think there was? About 50? How many women did they think there was? Oh, I don't know. At the crossing of the uh, well, I
0: should have looked, but I don't know. Wasn't there like 170,000? I mean, we just
1: know that the women and children, there was probably more them than men. Okay, can we just say that and be safe without blowing up statistics <laughs> so or um in, enhancing in statistics so we could say that miriam was probably over the women with because if it would been moses's wife or one of moses's wife we would have heard more about her so i believe that probably miriam was over that in a, in addition to being a right hand man mm-hmm. to moses so don't discredit that because yeah. that's huge too because if you're a grown woman, you know my how much power you have yeah, you can bring down or build up something, really don't you agree Jessica yeah,
0: oh a hundred percent hundred percent
1: you can bring down a man or you can build up a man you really can you have you have that power, yeah, I mean well let's look at the garden. Hello,
0: I know okay, so <laughs> it says over six hundred thousand men, so if you it'll be about the same plus. Maybe double that for children. Because listen, women they had two
1: each had two ki- two kids per family. Yeah, yeah. so so so, so, and we know that as women, we can build up or tear down. Mm-hmm. And if you don't believe that, read the Garden of Eden story <laughs> for real. That's the power we have. And so, don't discredit yourself if mm-hmm. you think, okay, I know I'm just called the women because there's no just about it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I feel like my ministry is for women, but you know what those women, who those women are impacting? Their nations. husbands, mm-hmm. their kids, their, you know, their sons, daughters, nations, you know, like everybody. So, That's right. um, Galatians three twenty eight says, um, there is neither Jew nor, Jew nor Gentile, neither slave nor free, nor male or female for you are all one in Christ Jesus. So he's putting us equal, man and woman equal, in Christ Jesus. That's right. That's so right. there's no, you know, lesser, more, whatever.
1: You know, let's go back to that. That just makes me think of something too. Let's yeah. go back to that little church that I was preaching in India, in Nepal. Excuse me, Nepal. And so when I walked in and I saw, oh my gosh, the women are on one side, the men are on the other side. Oh my gosh. And I had to take my shoes off, which was really funny because I had yeah. a hole in my sock. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> I had not, that I hadn't fixed. <laughs> oh, no. yeah, well. So I was like, that's what you get. What does your mother and always I? say? Check your yep. underwear in your socks. But anyway, so <laughs> I walked up to the, you know, I was up there, and on the face of every man was disappointment.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Because out of the lot of preachers that were there that that day, they got me. Yeah. And they, and they were like, it's a woman. She's going to preach. Oh mm-hmm. awesome. i oh, lovely. So anyway, um, so I could tell that, most of them were disappointed. And, and the and the pr- pastor of the church was... I felt so sorry for him because I know he was like trying to be brave. You yeah. Know? It's like, <laughs> yes, we have a female preacher today. Female preacher. <laughs> and so anyway... I just gave it to him. I knew what I was supposed to say. I had it planned out. I was like, just ignore it. And I just went, I acted like I didn't, like they were all smiling and happy to see me. And I went for it and I gave it to him. So afterwards, the pastor's wife came up to me and she goes, that was fantastic. Because what I I preached that Sunday on was that the pastor is that you as members of this church are to come alongside your pastor. Mm. It's not a one man show. That was the the gist of the sermon. It was that it's not a one man show. You're called to aid him, uh, be his servants, go out Mm -hmm. and do what needs to be done for the kingdom of God. It's not all his job. Yeah. And so I just broke it down, and that's what I went with. And um and she came up to me and she and privately and she goes that was wonderful thank you we needed to hear that so bad Aww. and i was like and she goes thank you thank you and i was like that's okay you know i was like you know <laughs> this is all god you know it's not me you know and everything but um and it was and it was just the fact that again see a woman got it
0: mm-hmm.
1: a woman got it i don't know no man came up afterwards and said you know we needed to to well, hear no, that they don't now I will say the pastor of the church came up to me afterwards, and he was so happy and so relieved. Yeah, you know, because the, the look on his face was, "Oh, thank God, I'm not going to have to do some explaining," <laughs> you know, to to my my members. You know, that because that, that was an unequivocally good message, and you know, mm-hmm. and it was based on the word and everything. And plus, it helped me out greatly. You know? <laughs> and so it was like, um, so anyway, it was. It turned out funny, but I'm just saying, don't don't think your limit your don't feel like because you're limited to just women it's just oh, because yes. there's no just about it. No. Because no. I believe that we are very powerful. And then also, if you are called to pastoral, don't limit to yourself mm-hmm. to only women. Yes. You know that you, you know, I know a pastoral couple that when they met, she knew she was called to be a pastor and he knew he was called to be a pastor. She actually had a ministry going and he also had a ministry going. So when they met, it was like two Bam, you know, forces meeting together. Yeah. And and she explained to him, do not limit me to being the pastoral wife. Because I know I'm not called to be the pastor's wife. You know, Mm -hmm. I'm called to be a pastor's wife, but not in the traditional way we think where we just do the women's tea once a month. Yeah. Once a year. And, you know, and have some little side thing you know, going on or whatever. Do not <laughs> limit me to that because I know I'm not limited to that and I have proof mm-hmm. because look at what God has been using me to do yeah. prior to you coming along. Good. So what they did is that once they got married is every other Sunday they preached in front of their congregation.
0: That's awesome. So
1: one Sunday he would preach then the next Sunday she would preach so that this their congregation understood she is not
0: hmm the Just pro- the pastor's wife.
1: Just the pastor's wife. Right. And not that there's anything wrong. No, there's with nothing wrong with that. But in her calling, she knew that there was more that she was supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. So, and, and so that's very healthy. I mean, I'm like, I mean, that is like off the charts healthy, Um, dealing yeah. with the situation. And, and so, but if, but if that's what I know, for me, I'm called to the women on the edge I mean, I'm called to, like you know, here's hell, here's the line, here's me. Yeah, you know, that's that's my zone, and so I'm there doing that. And am I going to be on TV? Probably not. <laughs> am I going to have a multi-million-dollar ministry? I mean, probably not. <laughs> but if that's what you're going for, then probably. First of all you need to stop and reevaluate why Mm -hmm. that's important to you. But then but then but look into don't limit yourself because you're a woman. Do not limit yourself because you're a woman.
0: No. So I just wanted final note from me is (laughs) um whether you believe women should be in ministry or not, if God has called you, let no man tell you otherwise. That's right. Because God can call whoever he wants, whenever he wants, wherever he wants. That's right. So um, if God has called you to teach or preach, do it, just go do it. Cause God's will is absolute.
1: Right. You know? Right. Right.
0: Well, thank you guys so much for joining us. Um, I hope this wasn't too much of a toe stepper for you, but <laughs> if it was, I apologize. But, um, just know that you are so loved. You are beautiful inside and out. You have a purpose. You're wanted and needed. And we just, um, pray that you are blessed and stay safe. And, um,